It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Oh, because it's Friday the 13th. It's Friday the 13th. Okay, that's why. Well, so the game that we play is like the song will start and we basically, both of us are trying to figure out what the theme of the day is because it's a a game. Canada doesn't tell us. Okay. So yesterday's theme was like bad men. So we were playing songs about bad behaving men because of Cuomo and that kind of news. Ron DeSantis. Um today is friday the 13th mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. why we have the horror mu- this is just movie such music. iconic music like everyone Jess knows is obsessed which. with horror movies it's like her favorite oh, thing so oh, wow. good you could play I mean, this game explain- I, I just get all like warm and cuddly she explains it in a way that makes me like horror movies but are too still i'm too afraid to watch them still um we process our traumas via the horror genre like it's it's more relevant than ever like we process all of our all of our traumas like body horror wow. racial horror like all all of it gets chucked into the genre that then like lives in its own little bubble and people are like oh i don't engage with that and i was like eh, it's kind of therapy <laughs> it's the whole thing it's all of the th- all of our problems so um during this horror movie called covid that we're living mm-hmm. in um again we've been here for what six weeks now talking about the delta variant Mm -hmm. i think that people listening to the show can confirm that you said well before it was in a headline that this was going to be an issue now we're sitting here schools this week have opened Mm -hmm. in some states yeah next week even more schools will open the next week after that the next week after that through labor day Mm -hmm. um you're having a fight between local leaders and governors over whether or not to even allow people to implement mask mandates, like the weird thing about I'm banning your ability to even do that. Right. Um, what I mean, not not I'm not trying to make you like the prediction person, <laughs> but but based on the science, right. I think we can look at certain factors. It's like looking right. at the evidence and the law and then trying to do the analysis. So mm-hmm. like we got kids under 12. Right. We got no masks. We got teachers. We don't know what their vaccination status is, although a lot of teachers in the, mm-hmm. you know, for example, the AFT teachers have been vaccinated. NEA right. teachers have been, you know, like mm-hmm. certain unions have been vaccinated because right. they encourage that. Um, you have sort of this perfect storm of things. Mm-hmm. What does that storm result in? So when kids go back to school, you, we already have four teachers dead this week. Is that mm-hmm. a trend that you see continuing because of the factors I just listed out? Well, there's a couple things. One, there's always going to be, I think, a quote-unquote, I don't want to say surge. There's always going to be an uptick or an increase in cases whenever you have uh, congregations of people coming together, uh, you know, whether it be, and I'm saying indoors, mm-hmm. uh, whether right. it be school settings or concerts or, you know, close contact without mask um, and you know unfortunately with with uh, folks who are unvaccinated you're always going to have an uptick in cases so you might as well look at that happening and it usually happens 
um, you know, say two weeks after yep. the event. Right. Um, the other thing, and it's unfortunate, is after you see the two-week uptick, usually say three weeks or even two weeks after that, you see the lagging indicator, which is people passing away. Now, to say that, <clears throat> you know, in school settings, hopefully um, the the large majority of teachers and administrators are vaccinated. Un the unfortunate thing is children under 12 are not. Um, and with this particular uh, strain or uh, variant, um, you know, it's it's just so much more virulent it's just uh much more i don't want to say powerful but it, it it's just m much more infectious than the uh, original wild type so we're in a very um very interesting uh time in in the pandemic um i still i believe that we we still would kind of be in a a tricky situation at this time anyway anyway okay um well that's even, good yeah it would have been bad anyway jess it, it would have it okay. we would not be as bad <laughs> yeah but it makes me feel a little better uh we would <laughs> you know you know Just if you little. if you listen to most epidemiologists and virologists they would have told you we would be going kind of be going back up yeah at this point as school's opening and it's getting you know, colder. Absolutely. You know, with with the 12 and unders not being vaccinated, yeah. if we would have had, if say, put it this way, if we would have had 80%, 85% of all adults or those, you know, say 12 and, and up vaccinated, it would not nearly be as bad. Because it wouldn't be spreading throughout the community as it much. It would not be spreading throughout the community. Okay. So had, that's kind of where had, it's at. One headline that I, I found to be a great relief, um, which was Lollapalooza, which happened yeah. at the last weekend of July. So I've actually right. seen we're, mixed information about Lollapalooza, but continue because I saw the yeah. headline okay, you so, did too. So, so Chicago's top doctor says that it was not a super spreader event. This mm -hmm. was 385,000 people, mm -hmm. but it was outdoors and they mandated either proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test. So right. are, one, are we far enough away from the last weekend of July to say definitively that it wasn't a super spreader event? And if we take that at face value that it was not, does that offer a little bit of hope for being able to congregate in large crowds as long as those crowds are all vaccinated? Well, I think uh, the point that folks being vaccinated that's probably you know the lead um you know the lead point yeah. there um i don't think they're, they're tracing everybody that's what i was just to, gonna say just, if you have like okay so i so while you were saying that so i saw that same story that you right. did I, I read it but yesterday i saw a story that said the opposite right and i saw a chart that said the opposite that right. showed well, a spike question, in it, chicago are they testing this stuff like, that's my right. that is about so we're only as, infections being right, 0.01% right. of the vaccinated but population. They're not but they're not doing they're not, randomized right, testing right, of the right. vaccinated population. So how do we know so, that breakthrough infections only affect 0.01% You're of asking us? the right like, questions, Jess. There yeah. are, I have too many people in my life who have 
breakthrough infections right. for it to be point zero one percent. That's not statistically mm-hmm. possible that I should know three or four people. And I do. Right. So right. is well, there you know, good data out there? <laughs> yeah. And and but also too, people who have breakthrough infections might not even know they have a yeah. breakthrough infection. Right. Exactly. Uh, they could they could be testing, a, a, then a, we don't a, know either. Right, Absolutely. and they could still be at Lollapalooza. They could still be at. A, a, I mean, a, I just well, Lollapalooza. Well, that's another story. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but you th- you know, it's people a funny are, word. People, I like people to say are it. not tracing all of that. They, you know, I'm sure you know the 385,000 people who you know came to that particular event. Um, we don't know who got infected. If they're vaccinated, if they had breakthrough infections, we don't know that. So for someone to definitively it say feels too su- so, uh, that, I think would be, I, I think they're right. assuming too much. And and just, I mean, I'm not, I, I saw the same thing, but I also read the opposite thing. Yeah. Right. So I am like still waiting and I'm like, is it even, I'm like, wasn't I'm Lollapalooza last so week? Sick Do they even know yet? <laughs> no, no, no. You're right, though. You're you're right. There is poor communication, and I think like Chicago's do- top doctor may have an incentive to say, oh, you yeah. know, oh, there wasn't a super spreader. He's probably the one to prove the event yeah. to come oh, in the first I, place. Absolutely. You know, but, but so we got to wait a couple weeks. I think, yeah, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's yet again. <laughs> we're going to find out certain things. <laughs> we're going to find out whether yeah. or not definitively. Yeah. So pe- um, people can say whatever <laughs> they want to say. Again, the virus is going to do what the virus is going to do. So uh, for, for people to say, uh, you know, this is exactly what went on at this particular event. Uh, I think they're, you know, they're making large assumptions that uh, they should wait and uh, really look at the data before they can, you know, make a, make a statement like that. I would I would not say that. Okay. Uh, even though even though it was an outdoor event, even though they required vac- you know, people that were, va- people uh, were vaccinated. People were standing right on top of each other though, yeah. breathing in each other's air. Yeah. So <clears throat> again, there could be one asymptomatic person and again, you know, you can see uh how how easily it would be to to spread even to those that were vaccinated number one and those that unfortunately uh we're not vaccinated. Right. So. Not vaccinated, but they came at, with a negative test. Correct. So now you're, just, you're out here. Yeah. You just had a negative test, in some but ways, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. In some ways, no. you're a bigger dummy for doing that, thinking that that's good. Like, so it's not dumb to go to an event that requires <laughs> that, right? Mm-hmm. That requires vaccination or proof of a negative test. The dumbest person in that scenario is the unvaccinated person. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> no question. That's like, oh, I, I tested negative before going to the event, dummy. Right. Now you all around with the whole crowd. Now what? Yeah. Now what? I mean, you better get those Bionax tests yeah. from CVS. <laughs> but also to you know, you know, just to change, uh, you know, our our course of where we're going is, you know, I'm I'm very nervous yeah. about, uh, you know, schools opening. I'm I'm. He's been I'm, nervous for weeks. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, our school is going to open, uh, you know, in person uh, after a year of uh, virtual learning. But we're now going to be uh, in person. Um, Fortunately, the university has required that um, they haven't mandated it, but required that all faculty administrators and and people who work as well as all students, um, you know, be vaccinated. But again, you know, and I, I saw the HHS secretary uh, this morning, uh, 
um, you know, talking about, well, you know, we're you're still waiting for, uh, you know, for full approval. My thing is, okay, science takes a while, but what are we waiting for? You know, it's it's been it's been a year. We don't it. Science doesn't move that slowly. So, uh, yeah. My dad's I mean, like, get it together, y'all. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, whoever needs to be in charge, let's 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 get it together. Uh, because then once you have full approval for these vaccines, uh, then you can go ahead and, and mandate certain things. Now, there have been certain universities that uh, there have been people that have, you know, gone to court uh, about, you know, vaccine mandates. But, you know, I, it seems like the, the courts are, s- are siding with uh, specific universities, uh, Indiana University being one where uh you know it's it, that was they, amy coney barrett y'all. yeah so by they, the way. they can they alone they that ahead. was not the right. whole court that was yeah. amy coney barrett being like no yeah that so was, and they're mad at her for that, that yeah but you know what <laughs> the, yeah people are mad until they get covid right so they can they can be mad all they want the, the, again people don't understand this particular virus when you get it it may you may survive, okay? You may uh, be fine. You, you may, may not even have a absolutely you know, severe. But case. I I want I want to see ten years from now. Yeah. I want to see uh, twenty years from now. How, how you know? Do you have you know early onset uh, dementia? Do you uh, are your are you you know? Do you have asthma? Right. Um, you know, uh, you've never had asthma in your life, and you're in your uh, early forties and fifties, and you develop asthma. Um, I mean, we, we, I've mentioned this before, but she's talked about this publicly and she came on my show to talk about it. But Mara Gay, a New York Times editorial board member who I'm sure everyone knows from MSNBC. um, She's young, early Mm thirties, was an avid runner, got COVID. It wasn't like a crazy severe case or anything, but she has long haul symptoms. Mm -hmm. Her long haul symptoms, she said, got better after she was vaccinated, Mm -hmm. but she described it as feeling like she was breathing through a straw, Mm -hmm. which is not an experience that I would like to have. And so for me, from the beginning, once you explained that to me, I was like, I don't want COVID in the body. I don't want it in my body. I don't care how healthy and great I think I am. I don't care if I think God's got me or whatever. Mm -hmm. God is facilitating me with knowledge. He's giving me the knowledge so I know to socially distance and mask up and get the vaccine. God, the the miracle is the vaccine. So if you were looking for a sign, that is it. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm fine. I'm optimistic person. I'm healthy. I'll be fine. Like, listen to my dad. He's talking about some real stuff. Yeah, but also, you know. Yeah, go ahead. I, I I read this this Ed Young report who's he's been one of the one of the best healthcare reporters throughout the entire pandemic for the Atlantic. Um, he his latest piece said that basically we were losing our shot at herd immunity globally. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we were yep, taking too I long, the variants are mutating. We're losing mm-hmm. our shot at herd immunity, which means that COVID will become endemic, which yep. means that the idea that we can just keep the virus out of our bodies entirely is getting less. It's like the, it would be like if that actually happens, if it becomes endemic, it would be like saying, I don't want the flu at all. And like, correct. You can say that, but it's real hard to avoid it. Yeah. What, what, what did, what was your take on that piece and the, and the idea of COVID becoming endemic? Like, do do you share the same concerns? I do. We had I this do. conversation yesterday yeah. after I read that article, I, Jess. I do. 
I, I, I was like, I, oh shit! I just went, I went into the kitchen. This is true. I went into the yeah. kitchen after reading this same article, yeah. and I said, Dad, I just read an article that said basically you're going to catch COVID, and the question now is, mm-hmm. are you vaccinated? Like, is your body going to be able to fight it? Right. That's the question. Well, that, that's kind of where you're at. I mean, if you if you kind of you said it, uh, you know, the influenza. Right. Uh, you know, we're talking, you know, about booster shots now. Um, those things, I think, we're going to be involved in. That's that's just the way it's going to be. We've been talking about booster shots for, right from the uh, from the, from uh, the first beginning. episode. <clears throat> Excuse me. So now you have, you know, Moderna and, and Pfizer and all these other companies talking about, hey, get a booster shot. So it's 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 going to be here with us for, right. you know, that emergency authorization for, for bo- booster shots. It may come you know, this week. I mean, it's coming yeah. soon for immune compromised people. Um, and then, you know, Jess, I know that you've been waiting very patiently for a booster <laughs> because you got J&J and you feel very. You you feel like you got the bootleg vaccine. You did not get the bootleg vaccine. You just got the one shot vaccine. And in a lot of ways, yeah. it makes perfectly logical sense because if oh, if you got one shot of Moderna, you'd be basically as you know protected the same percentage as if you got one shot of J and J. They just wanted to make it a one shot yeah. to be special. Yeah, we got two- <laughs> I just want another shot. All right, I just want another vaccine. Just give me one more, and I will feel better. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You know that, that people always say that about bootleg things. They, you know, it's, but it's you all, got two shots. Yeah, yeah. Like Pepper Arrest is busted. Like it's you know it's thinner than everyone else's. I don't know. That's I've got, true. Like, it's true. Whatever the vaccine equivalent of FOMO is. I didn't even get no, no, no. I, I was fine. I, I feel you on that. No, because here's the thing. It's like that's real. Because honestly. We got Moderna, and it's just because that's what happened. That's what they had at the CBS. But like, I was gonna get Pfizer when I went. Like, but you don't know. You get what you get. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But but that is like a thing. But people are like Moderna gang because people Moderna, we really do feel like we got. Oh, we're bulletproof. We all know it. We got the best one. We 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 know it. We actually do (laughs) know it. Everybody in my house has Moderna except for me. My entire house is Moderna (laughs) except for me. And then you got the J and J. They probably don't even want why you here with the J and J. Everyone's looking at me like, did you wear your mask at the grocery store? Oh my God. J and J. No, but for for real though, but for real though, you probably should be just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, it's, it's, a lot of it, unfortunately, has been uh, politicized the wrong way, you know. And, and talked about the wrong way if you've got a vaccine that's yes. okay yeah you know that's the vaccine. bottom line yeah, i don't some, i don't you really want some immunity yeah you want some immunity i it's didn't know what the sounds were in the background vaccines. right you're like <laughs> i want another shot give me a shot i mean can you imagine around you, you are like my dad he ran around with his sleeve up like give me the vaccine he signed yeah. up in like 10 places um he was like who was ever first yeah all right guys that's friday to the 13th music and it was so confusing for a second i was like what is that sound there you go um but i hope you get your vaccine over this weekend and please stay safe yes. just have a safe and weekend don't go in the yes. thank you and yeah. have a safe weekend <laughs> 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 stephanie miller is coming up next all right bye-bye